I appreciate his word and his truth. I am very thankful to be part of the spiritual heritage of the Apostles' Doctrine. Amen. I'm going to wait till everybody's settled in their pews. Amen. It is good to be in the house of the Lord. Looking forward to Ladies' Conference to see what the Lord is going to do. Amen. For our Texas rally, I know that Pastor's brother is going to be coming from Florida, as far as I know, and preaching. It's going to be good to see the other Pastor White. Amen. And and uh, spend time with his wife and him and um, you know their family. So looking forward to that. Amen. I give honor to my pastor tonight. I appreciate him entrusting me with the service this evening. I'm going to be reading in the book of First Peter chapter two, verses nine through thirteen, in a very familiar set of scriptures. Amen. First Peter chapter two, a pastoral epistle. Amen. A letter. From the Apostle Peter to those that he was mentoring and discipling. But ye are a chosen generation. Amen. I'm very thankful about that. A royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that should show forth praise of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Which in times past you were not a people, but are now a people of God. Amen which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Dearly beloved, I beseech you. That means I beg of you. I'm asking of you. As strangers and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lust, which war against the soul, having your conversation honest amongst the Gentiles, that whereas they speak against you as evildoers, that they may be your good works, which shall be behold. Glorify God in the day of visitation. Amen. If we feel comfortable in doing so, can we please put our Bibles down? Can we begin to lift our voice, close our eyes, and lift our hands and just begin to pray? Just begin right now to create an atmosphere that is ready to receive the Word of God. You have a spiritual heritage that nobody else in all of existence has uh, uh, experienced. Begin to lift your voice right now. You are filled with the Holy Ghost and you've been endued with power. We thank you, Lord God, for your Word and your truth. We thank you, Lord God, for all the things that you've done in our life. And Lord, we lift up our pastor once again. Lord, we pray for an expedient recovery in Jesus' name. Lord, we bind every spirit of distraction in this house, every spirit of hindrance in this house. And Lord God, let your power, God, begin right now to flow into this atmosphere. Lord, help me, O oh God, to speak uh, and to preach, O oh God, what you have laid in my heart, God. Lord, we're ready to break through. God, we're ready to war. Lord, we are ready to go to battle as your generation in Jesus' name. Can we give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Uh, and can somebody uh, give him a shout of praise uh, in the house here tonight? Come on, you are the chosen generation, a peculiar people who should show forth praises to him that has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Amen. You may be seated here tonight or remain standing. It is up to you. But tonight I'd like to preach this particular thought that I am that generation. Out of all the generations of the Old Testament, from all the lineage and genealogies, from Abraham to Jesus and from Jesus to us. We are that generation. We are the generation that experiences God in ways that nobody else has experienced 
from the prophets to the minor prophets, from Moses to Nehemiah, they never experienced God the way that you have been blessed and given the opportunity to experience God. Now Moses got to see the hinder parts of the glory of God, but none of them experienced being filled with the Holy Ghost. None of them experienced being born again of water and of fire. None of them experienced of having their sins washed away in a, in a baptismal the way that it was. None of them have experienced an encounter with God without the lack of a temple or tabernacle. You have now been the generation that could go boldly before the throne of God. You are that generation, the chosen generation. You are a people that out of all generations that Satan fears. You are the generation and the people that Satan fears more than every other generation. Now, he did contend for the body of Moses, but you, he fears the most. He fears what you're going to say. He fears how you're going to pray. He fears how you're going to worship. He fears how you're going to submit. He fears how you're going to be obedient. Out of all the generations and all the people on this earth, it is you that Satan fears the most. People in the world, people saturated in the world, people tainted by the world, he does not fear them because they're already held hostage. See, Satan is a hostage taker. And he has no fear because he has them exactly where he wants them. But individuals that are apostolic that have the faith to move mountains is the generation that you are. Why do you think Satan tries so hard to keep you silent? Satan tries so hard and works so diligently to keep you from praying or submitting or reading your word or worshiping and praising because the moment you do that, he's concerned. The moment you begin to let go, he becomes concerned. Why do you think he wants to stop intercessory prayer? Because you are that generation. Why do you think Satan wants to silence you in such a way and keep us quiet? It's because he fears you. He fears what you're going to become. He fears what you're going to do to his kingdom. He fears what you're going to do to demons. He fears all the plans and plots and ploys that he has put in your family's life. But the moment you begin to pray, the moment you begin to repent, the moment you begin to press, Satan begins to fear you. I'm in a bad spot if Satan does not fear me and he's content with me. If I don't cause concern in his life, I need to make sure that I'm right with God. But you are the generation, Mike Brown. Like any other generation before, what you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. What's loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. No other generation had been given that opportunity before. That's why Satan wants to silence us as apostolics. It's not those denominations in Christendom. And when pastor is talking about Christianum, those are the denominations that are just pure religion. Those are the ones that go back to the times under the Roman Catholic Church. Christianum is just religion. It's tradition. There's no relationship with God. We have to have a relationship over religion. A relationship with God over that do you think those that attend those churches, even though that they're sincere, do they have the power that we have? Do they have the ability that we have? No, they don't. Born again of water and of spirit. They haven't been endued with power. God is desperate to have a generation, and Satan is desperate to keep you from that generation. He has a whole populace of hostages that he has in a place that he wants. 
But he gets mad when you try to get rescued. See, I remember in the times of being a military police officer and I was military SWAT trained, there was two ways to get a hostage. You had to liberate, which you were quiet. You don't want to tip off the perpetrators. Or you have what is called dynamic and that you just go in and shoot everybody up and you go rescue the hostages. God does not negotiate for his hostages. He goes and he rescues and he takes everything out. But the moment that we begin to let go, the moment we begin to submit, the moment we begin to pray, the moment we begin to fast, that's when God begins to move in and creates that generation. You are feared out of all of the generations by the power of hell. As I said, Individuals in the world he does not fear. Individuals playing with the world he does not fear because that's what Satan wants. But he has the individual that stands out amongst the crowd and worships God. He fears though that out of the entire crowd, out of peer pressure, they say in Jesus' name. Out of everybody in the church, the one that's worshiping, the one that's praying, the one that's in the family, that is the prayer warrior. That is what Satan fears. You are that generation. But Satan wants to keep us quiet. Satan wants to manipulate this apostolic movement into Christianum. Where it becomes habit and religion instead of relationship. You are that generation. You are the one that he fears out of all the generations. You have a spiritual heritage that no other generation before had. Your heritage is Paul. Your heritage is Peter. Your heritage is the disciples and the apostles' doctrine. That is your heritage out of every other one. But Satan wants to keep us silent. I remember my time in Iraq, my two years in Iraq, and there's a particular unit that is called PSYOPs. And I was telling the youth on this on Sunday, and all they do is drive around the city with loudspeakers speaking Arabic I only could say Shukran, Sierra Wahed, one line, hello, thank you. But on the loudspeaker, hour after hour, minute after minute, they're saying, please don't fight us. Join the Americans. You won't be killed if you join the Americans. Hey, why don't you, we'll pay you $50 if you tell us where the terrorists are. Just go ahead and lay down your weapons. The thing with PSYOPs, if they do their job well, they don't have to fire a single round. And that's how Satan is on the loudspeaker like the PSYOPs. It's okay, apostolic. Just go ahead and lay down your arms. It's okay, apostolic. Go ahead and give up the fight. It is a comfortable place. And he doesn't even have to shoot his fiery dart. And we don't need the whole armor of God. Satan fears you. I want you to understand that, Sister Erica. Satan fears you. Sister Janice, Satan fears you. Evangelist Simmons, Satan fears you. Ima Levon, Satan fears you. Noe, Satan fears you when you're filled with the Holy Ghost and dedicate your life to God. Sister Mindy, God has brought you through such an assortment of things and God has blessed you. Satan fears you and detests you because you have committed your life to Christ. Amen. We have to be fearful in the eyes of Satan. Amen. Why? Why do we have such an ability compared to other generations? It says in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, before Jesus ascends to heaven. But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, that you shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem and in Judea 
and into Samaria and, under, uh, and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. You have been endued with power. You have been filled with the Spirit of God in a way that no other generation has. Do you understand that Aaron, who was the first high priest, who was the only man at that time, had the ability to go into the holies of holies and literally see the Shekinah glory of God between the mercy seats. He did not have the Holy Ghost the way you have it. You are that generation. No other generation before spoke in tongues the way that you do. No other generation had the power to lay hands the way that you do. But Satan is speaking in the loudspeaker. Why do you think he is so strong against you? Because he fears you. I am that generation. And if we're not careful, he doesn't have to fire a single round. Oh God, move into this place. Jesus' name. I think about the elite units that our enemies have to deal with. And I think about the elite units that I had to deal with. I think about the Delta Force unit, who is anti-terrorism, how there are many terrorists that gets a little concerned when Delta Force arrives. Not just the, the random soldier, but the Delta Force comes in and tears everything up to get to them. That's how you are as apostolics. See, Satan is not concerned about those living in Christianism or religion or habitual rites, but a relationship with God. When an apostolic arrives, something happens. When an apostolic prays in a hospital, something happens. When an apostolic prays in, a, in a, your workplace, something happens. When an apostolic prays in a church, something happens. Amen. I think about Marine Recon. I think about the English longbowmen or the archers in the time in the Hundred Years' War. As we talked about, they were feared. And we told the story or I shared the story of how the French armor knights would cut off the fingers of the archers because it would take away their ability. And that's how Satan is with us if we are not careful. But one of the things that the English longbowmen did to mock the enemy was those that still had their fingers would show all their fingers to taunt the enemy. But have we forgotten how to show the fruits of our spirit? Have we forgotten how to show the capability of the generation of apostolics that we are? Have we forgotten to demonstrate the power that has been bestowed upon us? Nothing's going to change until we fight back with the ability that God has given us. Amen. I think about the Texas Rangers, not just because I'm a fan of Texas, but the Texas Rangers were feared amongst criminals and feared against bandits throughout the 1800s. Legend even says that Adolf Hitler himself was afraid of the Texas Rangers. He wasn't afraid of the airborne units. He wasn't afraid of the tanks. The story goes that Adolf Hitler, who apparently really liked Westerns, was afraid that the United States were going to drop Texas Rangers into Berlin and end the war. Man, I want Satan to have that kind of perception of us. I want Satan to say that out of all these other denominations, ah, but the apostolics, when an apostolic begins to pray, when an apostolic begins to forgive, when an apostolic becomes obedient, when an apostolic begins to set the world aside, something begins to happen. When the apostolic begins to change their personality to what the Word of God says, there's a power that happens. When an apostolic begins to lay off the things of this world and the shadows and the disgust of this world, there's a power that comes. Amen. I think about my time in Iraq and how we had to deal with the Iranian Republican Guard. Out of all the countries, you had to deal with Iran and their, their special forces unit, and we had to contend with them. 
Nobody else. Okay. But the Iranian Republican Guard, that's who we feared. That's who we had to look out for. Amen. I think about in the time of Rome and how out of all of the legionnaires, out of all the centurions, it was the Praetorian Guard that stood out amongst all the other army in Rome. They were the ones responsible for protecting the emperor at the time. They're the ones that had the purple cloaks, and everybody recognized them as the most fierce fighting force in all the Roman legions. How does Satan look at us? How does Satan look down at us? How does Satan perceive us? As I said, if, if we fall into the world or if we're of the world, he doesn't fear us because we're already his hostages. He has no fear from us. But when we begin to call on the name of Jesus, when we begin to pray, when we begin to submit, when we begin to do things that God has told us to do, then there's power there. When we begin to pray, families are healed. When we begin to pray, relationships are healed. When we begin to pray, the sick is healed. Amen. Mark chapter 16. Verses 16 through 18. It says, when Jesus is talking to his disciples in his 40 days of teaching them, that he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth shall not be damned. Keep going. And these signs shall follow them that believe. A believe has its roots to obey. Pastor has taught us that too. But believe. We have faith compared to other generations. Our faith has power. Now faith was recognized in the Old Testament. It's recognized in the book of Hebrews chapter 11. But faith in this particular dispensation has more power than previous generations. By faith, my family is going to be healed. By faith, my son's going to be saved. By faith, this is going to happen. By faith, this is going to happen. Amen. But faith and these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. We can't forget the name that we were born in. But in my name, they shall cast out devils. The only time that happens is when we're in a state of being that generation. The only time that happens is that we recognize the generation that we are. They shall speak with new tongues. Verse 18, please. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick. And they shall recover. Does anybody still believe that tonight? Does anybody still believe that we are a generation of Holy Ghost filled, tongue talking, one God, holy rollers? Amen. We have a lineage going back to the day of Pentecost to today. No other generation, no other denomination has the heritage that we have. I am proud to have that spiritual heritage of Paul. Proud to have that spiritual heritage of Peter. I have the spiritual heritage of the Azusa Street Revival and the Pentecostals. That is my heritage, a three-year revival in Los Angeles that was a latter-day outpouring of the Holy Ghost. That is our heritage. But does Satan still fear us? My generation. In Jesus' name, I remain that part of the generation, the chosen generation. And God will move heaven and earth to create a generation. Amen. 
If we stand to our feet here tonight, can we begin to lift our voice and begin right now to clap our hands. I rebuke every spirit of distraction that is trying to move into this place. Somebody begin to clap your hands. Somebody begin to shout with a voice of triumph. I believe what the Bible says. Clap your hands, all ye people, and shout with a voice of triumph. I believe laying hands on the sick and they shall recover. I believe and I have experienced it and I've seen that we lay hands and cast out devils. The devil wants to stop the movement of this church but I believe there's still a generation come on lift your voice apostolics in this place let the devil know who you are many of you have endured so much in your families begin to rise up as that generation you are chosen you are chosen oh we thank you Jesus for your power that you bestowed upon us. We thank you, God, that we, Lord, are apostolics. Uh, I rebuke the spirit of Christendom. I rebuke the spirit of religion. I rebuke the spirit of the age. Uh, Lord God, uh, let the spirit of the power of God begin to move into this place. Uh, I bind the spirit of witchcraft. I bind the spirit of lust in this place. Uh, oh, God, begin to move into this place uh, in Jesus' name. Uh, Lord, I bind the spirit of Moloch, uh, that child-devouring spirit. Lord God, begin to move. Somebody begin to clap your hands. Somebody begin to shout with a voice of triumph. Satan wants to keep you silent. Satan wants to distract you. Lift your voice to your God here tonight for your children, for the next generation. Oh, come on, come on, come on. God has done so much in your life. Uh, begin to shout. It takes one. It took one on the day of Pentecost. Uh, waiting ten days for the promise of the Father. If you shout, it'll come. Lift your voice. Uh, all you children, you've been born again of water and of fire. I don't want to be the other denominations. I don't want to be the other churches filled with uh, empty uh, and sepulchral bones. Uh, lift your voice. Uh, oh, God, speak to the dry bones. Uh, God, speak to the dry bones. Uh, Lord, bring life. Uh, bring life. Uh, somebody lift your voice here tonight. In Jesus' name, I believe in the healing. I believe in deliverance. Uh, I bind every unclean spirit uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, power, love, uh, and a sound mind. Oh, come on. It can break wide open. I still believe it's not me, and it's not you, but it's God. Uh, and you are the conduit of the Holy Ghost. Uh, lift your voice. Oh, God, let liberty begin to fall into this place. Oh, God, let mercy begin to fall into this place. You are the God of countless second chances. Let mercy fall. Let peace fall. Oh, God, begin to sweep into this place. In Jesus' name. Oh, we thank you, Jesus, for all that you've done. You want healing in your family? Begin to lift your voice. Uh, somebody needs to lift their voice for our pastor right now. Don't worry about what anyone else is doing. It's between you and God. You are the generation. I've got to be the remnant. I've got to be the generation. I've got to hear, well done, thy good and faithful servant. I've got to be apostolic through and through. I've got to be a generation out of the world, but a generation of God. Lift your voice, children of the Most High. Oh, God, I break uh, in the name of Jesus. Break every spirit, God. Lord, pull down every stronghold in the name of Jesus. Somebody begin to do what God is telling you to do in your heart. Somebody begin to do what God is pulling you to do. That is the generation. That is the generation. We are a chosen generation and a royal priesthood. Oh, God, come into this place. Come into this place, Jesus.
Who knows what would happen if somebody began to let go? If it's just one, if it's just one, God will honor it. If it's just one, his spirit will come into this place. If it's just one, it can rain. If it's just one, it can bring us into the promised land. A generation, a generation, a generation. Amen. Can we give the Lord a hand clap of praise tonight? Oh, thank you, Jesus, for your word. Thank you, Lord, for your truth, oh God. Bless our pastor tonight. Heal him in Jesus' name. Amen. Remember, uh, workday is canceled Saturday because of the floors. Amen.